I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Weekends were made for sports. Now do the robot voice. I want to hear it again. Meet more sharp robot. That's a terrible robot voice. A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. Everyone, meet freelance alien bounty hunter, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp? The football guy? Yeah, I hunt aliens now. Used to catch TDs, now I catch ETs. You ever caught an alien, Shannon? Not yet, Mr. Question, but I'll let you know when I do. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. Where are the turtles? Where are the turtles? Come on, guys, get out of here. Where are the turtles? And Rashad Taylor. Nobody calls me Lebowski. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. On 1080 The Fan. Hour 2 of 2 here on Sports Sunday. You can text us 503-250-1080. You can find us on the social medias. Just you. flashing your catch at me? What is going on? No, I so I went. <laughs> I look over and I, he just I, like I went. I forgot I had a wad of bills. I forgot I had these in my pocket, so I went to uh, went to A Crop. We're gonna the say other it looks day. like a lot of singles. Yeah, went yeah. to A Crop the other day and uh, left with more money than I wanted to. Uh, but yeah, well that's unfortunate. So we're gonna make it rain. I guess A Crop the other day, a midday uh, matinee over it, at it, the Acropolis. It was not midday midday matinee. It was a a, a late night uh, Lucy. Uh, so, uh, a Lucy. I don't know. I just Whoa. made some stuff up. Uh, but no, oh, I there, least there's some steak bites. There's some... a definition to the word Lucy you can find on Urban Dictionary. That's yeah, it's sure. a cigarette. Uh, I was going to the Chappelle Show route. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> here it is. It's a, it's a single cigarette you can buy at a store. <laughs> I look over mid sentence and you're just flashing cash. No, I forgot. I'm I, was like, re- I'm I like, reached in my like? pocket. No, I reached in my pocket because I was trying me? to get. I thought I had some gum in here, and I was like, wait a minute. Oh, here it oh, is. So fat stacks. Fat stacks That's of right. ones. There's got to be. I'm loaded. Tens of ones in, in yeah, here. Yeah, I would say you probably have about $17 in that wad. Uh, it's probably <laughs> like 19 somewhere <laughs> yeah, around you know, just... But yeah, I didn't get a chance to give all of my ones out to those nice working ladies. You over see, there. Uh, Mike, the strategy is those you have a one on the outside of the wad, but on the inside, there's 20s and 100s. In yeah, there, see, so. that's what I thought at first. And then mm. he spread the bills out and they were no. all ones. No. Yeah, they're all they're all very, very much crisp ones. So well, good thing they're you crisp. can tell. Yeah, yeah. so that's good. But there's you know. a lot, yeah, there's a decent amount of ones in there. Yeah, no. Smells of steak you know, and perfume. You know, we out here, baby. I got $38 and somebody going to get them. So. Wendy's breakfast. <laughs> straight up. Right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tangent have here. $36 to spare. Tangent incoming. Apologies. Or not. 
I watched the the movie No Country for Old Men the other day. Not for the first time. I've seen it before. And I was having this conversation with my roommate. It's a fantastic movie. The original? Uh, no, the newer one. Okay. The the one that came out like 10 years ago. Um, have you both seen it? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah? If you were in the main character's shoes and you walked up to the briefcase of money and you looked in there and you saw the extreme amount of money, it's really hard to walk away from that without taking it, right? No. He takes it. There's a tracker in it. He's being tracked. You know, that's kind of the whole bit of the movie. Um, I was talking to my roommate, and he said, here's what you do. You take a half, about half of the cash out. You put something else in the bottom and then leave the other half of the cash on top and then leave the case there. And he said, when they go back and get the money... They're going to look in. They're going to pick up the case. They're not going to check each layer of cash immediately. And they're going to be like, oh, it's here. And they're going to go. And it's going to give you more time until they realize the cash is missing to get out of there. Mm -hmm. And the tracker's not on you because you just took the bills instead of taking the briefcase. Yeah. Your is, that, is that a smart... He's from Philly. Is that a smart way to approach that movie? Because it's really difficult when you see that much money to just be like, nope. Yeah, I'm, is that smart? I, I'm I'm feeling that strategy there because yeah, I mean the biggest flaw was him taking the briefcase, which had the tracker in it. Yeah, exactly. If so he just took the briefcase and there was no tracker, he's out of there. Yeah, you pocket a couple stacks, you know, and just leave the briefcase there. Then uh, Josh Brolin is, is Josh Brolin, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I just that's why I said main character. He, he's I don't know richer. He's not being tracked, and really, I mean that situation, no one's gonna find out. He also was, left his car there like an idiot, so uh, yeah. don't forget that. That's how the cops found him. Where, but, where, where's yeah. your man? Like, when you say Philadelphia, do you mean, like, the actually Philly or, like, one of the suburbs, like, Bluebell? Oh, or I don't know. Like that? I, he, that is, the that streets of He's from the Philly area. Yeah, I don't it, know. it matters. I'm just, I'm just asking because in that realm of that movie, it's out in the middle of the desert, like the high desert, and there's just dead bodies, and he finds the case. He's sitting there like, Who's gonna know that I, I took? This? I would. I in that situation, I always. I, you have to consider the the situation. Could so you? The, could you get the, away? It's, it's the desert. There's dead. You know, there's dead bodies all around here, and there's just a random briefcase with Filled thousands with of dollars in it. Listen, <laughs> how about this? How about this? Could you get away with taking two stacks out for yourself? No, don't take any stacks. If you're gonna take anything. I, w I wouldn't take anything. People die over that, and you're you're gonna you see. They caught up with him eventually. Like even without the oh. tracker, people die over that type of money. You know what I'm saying? All the time. So uh, maybe take one if it stacks like that. Maybe take just one bill off of each of those stacks. In that case, just looking at it, you'll never know. But when they more than likely, if it's money like that, there's gonna be a cash machine that they put it into. They're gonna see something's missing. Somebody's gonna die because you decided to take skim a little bit off the top. But they're not gonna there. be able to find you because there's you no tracker that. on that specific wad. Listen, when it's money like that, trust me, they got money to find you. They will find you. <laughs> like it's just, it's just what it is. Like I've, I've seen. But see, enough. like that's the movie thing, though. Like, could you actually get away with that in real life? I, I doubt it. I mean, I'm sure you could. You Van Damme's not coming here with this little air pressure, terrifying know. gun thing. That's the most uh, horrifying instrument of death I've ever seen. The, the biggest thing that he did wrong was uh, have a heart. He went back to give that guy water. Yep, that, that was, is true. That's where he effed up. Yeah. I'm well, not. no, I thought he went. He went into the hotel room. 
No, uh, there's there's one of the guys that was like dying in the truck, basically, and I'm pretty sure he asked for. Oh water, yes, yes, and then yes. He goes back, and then that's basically what screwed him in the end. Yeah. Well, overall, well, the tracker screwed him. He had the tracker anyway. That's true. Yeah. He was screwed either way. Let's yes, be real. He, he was. He was screwed <laughs> Listen, either way. Folks, if you find a big thing of money out there, Take leave it. it. Leave it. Don't <laughs> Take listen it to these. All. Listen, don't listen to these dudes, man. <laughs> Leave that money there. Walk away with your life. They're man. white guys from the burbs. Don't listen <laughs> don't to them. Don't listen to these guys, man. <laughs> this doesn't end well. Trust me. <laughs> God, and I'm I'm not kidding when I say that. Like that thing. What, what's the actor? Is Claudio Van Damme? Is that his name? Yes. Uh, Jean Claudio. No, Javier Bardem. Bardem. Ooh, that's right. Okay. Javier Bardem. I always I always get that wrong. Sounded right. Close that, enough. That weapon is so scary to me because it is so quiet but the force it created literally like is breaking doorknobs <laughs> and also he killed a guy in the beginning with it like just put it up to his head which is a creepy scene because he thinks he's a cop and he's like the guy he's putting it up to his head like hold still please i need Spoiler to check something for those who haven't seen it it's the first like the second scene in the movie we shot um <laughs> And the guy's just like, oh, yeah, sure, cop. Put this random thing on my head. It just goes through his brain. Terrifying weapon. Terrifying. And then he also has the gun with the biggest silencer I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. It is a really good movie. I assume all of you have seen it. If you have not, go see it. It's fantastic. We didn't spoil anything. It's a mistake it's, if you haven't seen it's it. It's just that's really, a, that's really high drama. That's on you if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll get to the uh, the NFL bits and bobs next. This is Sports Sunday and the Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. There's a couple other things going on in the NFL. I believe free agency opens up this week coming up. And uh, you've already started to see some stuff going on. We'll begin with uh, the legal stuff. And that was that Deshaun Watson did not get criminally charged for being a creeper vindicated uh, not really oh but, wait wait you know 
Still I think 22 I, civil cases against yeah, him? Yeah, there's still civil civil cases, oh. but he will not be criminally charged, and that was what a lot of teams were waiting for in terms of making the trade for him. Now, that doesn't mean the NFL will still not suspend Deshaun Watson. They have done nothing so far. They've just kind of let the Texans leave him on the exempt list. But um, he is now very likely going to be traded, I would say, pretty soon here. And I'm curious if Seattle's going to try to make a move for Deshaun Watson. You know, it's it's weird because they just traded Russell Wilson. They cut Bobby Wagner. There's the Tyler Lockett trade talk stuff. It doesn't make sense to me that you would – it makes sense why you traded Russell Wilson, but it doesn't make sense why you would then cut Bobby Wagner if you were interested in getting Deshaun Watson. Because getting Deshaun Watson immediately puts you back in the picture of being a good team again. So why would you get rid of Bobby Wagner? Why would you have Tyler Lockett on the trade market if you're interested in bringing Deshaun Watson in? But Seahawks are a team that have been, you know, thrown in on a bunch of these uh, rumor lists of who would go after Deshaun Watson. Uh, the Panthers are another one who have been, uh, I guess, putting it out there that they're going to aggressively pursue him. Uh, Tampa, I've seen tied as well. Could you imagine Tampa going from Tom Brady to Deshaun Watson? That'd be great for Tampa. Yeah, I mean, it'd be great for Seattle to go from Russell Wilson to Deshaun Watson as well, from on the football perspective at the very least. Um, I'll be very curious to see how this pans out because most of the social media posts I saw around the Seahawks with Watson, Seahawks fans were like 90-10, no way, I don't want this guy on my team because he's a creep. Um, but... He's also one of the best quarterbacks in the league, or was when he last played. I don't think a lot has changed in a year, but we haven't seen him play in a year, so I suppose he could have you know, gotten worse for just not playing. Right. But, I mean, this dude's good, really, really good. And we, we've seen this how many times in the NFL? It doesn't matter how bad of a you... dude you are. If, your team, if, a team, if your team gives that player a chance and they're good, you, you kind of forget about it and, and root for him. So... I think I think fans will say that they they don't want Deshaun Watson, but the second they get Deshaun Watson, it's going to change. I and think as I long think you're as you're going to see him traded pretty soon. As long as Deshaun Watson doesn't kneel on the flag, uh, kneel on the national anthem, he's going to be able to play in the NFL, which is a, a sad precedent to set because. And I'm not in the business of judging, you know, people. I don't want to be there's there's courts for that already, so I don't need to do it. But when is that when there's that many people, you know? saying kind of a, giving a similar story I, i'm not one of those uh conspiracy theorists and i don't think oh well they're paying all these people i, I yeah, there, there's a you know lot of I mean? women i i i you know i don't necessarily subscribe to that however um no charges are going to be filed against criminal, Deshaun, charges. criminal charges are going to be filed against Deshaun watson therefore he is able to compete in the nfl but they have to understand that um and i'm, I'm i know the nfl understands this and they don't really care but there's going to be a, a media s storm when he does get signed to whichever team he decides to go to. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you are an owner or a team that just basically be like, listen, we're going to take that PR hit at first, but over time things will fade and people just won't care. I mean, let's be real. Look at this market. Look what happened when the Blazers hired Chauncey Billups. It was like for a week, week and a half. It was all Out hell breaking. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Well, nobody talks about it at all. Granted, nobody really talks about the Blazers at all right now besides them losing. So there is that. But a, I mean, a, they won yesterday. When they're not losing six games, they're getting 44 from Josh Hart, baby. <laughs> um, but also, like, 
the way I go back and forth because I look at the NFL, Deshaun Watson did not play at all last year. And what happened? The NFL still happened. Life moved on. Mm -hmm. Teams played. It wasn't like this. I mean, are there teams hurting for an NFL quarterback? Yeah, but it is. Is it really that worth like going through all this for Deshaun Watson? I mean, Panthers are one of the teams linked for him. And I'm sorry, what did your owner just get, like, forced to sell a couple years ago for? <laughs> oh, yeah, like sexual sexual misconduct and harassment in the workplace, yeah. among other things. So let's go ahead and bring well, on. The Washington Commanders are tied to him as well. Yeah. So Could you I, imagine a more awful, perfect pairing of Daniel Snyder and Deshaun Watson? And I'm saying any any owner that's going to take him on is probably going to be someone with some baggage already. You know, but see, I don't, gonna... I don't know if that's the case. Here's This is the thing in the NFL is winning trumps everything. If Deshaun Watson wins three games to start the year, well, none of that stuff's going to matter. It, it, it's not so much NFL. I mean, it's just sports in general, man. You see Particularly it at, in the NFL. You see it at all levels of sports, college, high school. If you have your star running back do something, there, all the coaches in the world will find every excuse to play him. If you have third-string wide receiver or D-end or whatever who doesn't contribute at all, who does the same thing, don't play him, cut him off the team, whatever. Right. I mean, who was that Cowboys player a few years ago who was um I can't remember. I think Lucky Whitehead. He was like got he got in trouble for stealing cologne or something His name like was that. Lucky? Yes. Well, oh. maybe a nickname. Wasn't so lucky in this instance, but they thought he stole cologne from like a Louis Vuitton store or something like that. And the Cowboys cut him and he was like fourth, fifth string wide receiver. And then the reports come out that it, he actually didn't steal it, and he was vindicated on that. And everyone called the Cowboys out, and Jason Garrett, they're like, so are you going to like sign him and bring it back? And they're like, nope, what's done is done. <laughs> nope, not going to happen. And it's like, okay, if that's CeeDee Lamb or whoever, right. Des Bryant at the time. He doesn't was even miss one. a game. They hide it. Oh, yeah, for real. Like They cover that up. Come on. So, I mean. Jerry Jones covers that up. The double standard on that is just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, so that's the update on Deshaun Watson, and I guess we'll see what happens there. But it does sound like teams are now very interested in getting him. I just don't think the juice is worth the squeeze when it comes to this stuff. It's like the league moves on. The the Carolina Panthers, that team is still going to be there. Those That franchise, those fans are still going to be there long before and after the players, right? right? You know, that like that is always going to remain the same and how people perceive that team and franchise and ownership. That's going to remain much longer than the players that play for that team. Deshaun Watson. I mean, hell man, what happens to his career? He could be done in five, 10 years. And is it really worth like having your fan, a section of your fans? Hate? But then again, the, maybe you look, there's a ma- much bigger majority of the fans that just don't care. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean is once he wins, even the, that that section that hates it, it's like, but our team's winning. Mm-hmm. Go Panthers. And then that's when it kind of starts up again. A couple other things before we get to hate it or love it. Uh, the Cowboys have traded Amari Cooper to the Browns for a fifth-round pick and a oh, sixth-round pick. Uh, they're also trading a sixth-rounder with Amari Cooper as well. Dear God. Uh, so, so ends Amari Cooper's time with the Cowboys. I've always viewed Amari as a little bit overrated, but what's crazy is as good of a receiver as he is, He's never really found a true home. You know, he started with the Raiders, went to the Cowboys. Now he's on the Browns. It's, you know, I think he's going to try to fill that Odell Beckham 
vacuum that they left of trying to get a, a number one deep threat receiver. And hey, as long as they have a quarterback that can throw him the ball, I don't know if that's Baker Mayfield. Uh, that's not, not a bad trade for the Browns. It's not. It's never Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Ever. But well, uh, they might try to get somebody else. So. No, I mean, yeah, you know, you lose Od- Odell Beckham Jr. and you replace him with Amari Cooper. And Amari Cooper, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, I think, one of the best route runners, cleanest route runners uh, in the league. And so that's a huge come up because what does Jarvis Landry do well? He runs pretty routes pretty well as well. Maybe not as good as him, but gives you another option, gives you another weapon if you're Cleveland. So um, that's a good pickup for them. But, again, it's all going to depend on how well um, your quarterback can get it to you. Uh, the Raiders gave Max Crosby the ferocious pass rusher, a four-year, $95 million extension. He has a cool story of uh, getting sober and after getting sober, becoming the dominant force that he is. Uh, so pretty inspiring stuff if you wanted to go read more about Max Crosby's past. But, yeah, he is uh, – and he signed the contract on the same day that he started being sober. Isn't that kind of cool? That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. It's motivation. He has there. a tattoo of, like, March 11th and the, whatever the year was, and that's the day he signed the big contract. And then the Colts traded Carson Wentz to Washington. So the commanders now have Carson Wentz for whatever reason. So – that's getting you caught up there. There's a couple other small things that happened, but uh, get ready for a lot more news this week as we get into NFL offseason land. Coming up next, it is Hater Love It. First, Joe, sports. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 10.35 here on your Sunday morning. That music means it's time for Hate It or Love It. Joe will ask us questions and award us or deduct points from us based on our answers, and then the winner gets to host the last segment. What do you got for us today, Joe Fish? Got some uh, quarterback stuff. You got a lot of baseball in there for me, please? (laughs) You know, I'll try and add a baseball here because I do need uh, – I only got three, so I do need a tiebreaker. Okay. So maybe I can Ooh, get – The tiebreaker being baseball seems really fair. <laughs> yeah, that's – you know, <laughs> I'm with it. Well, the answer's Nolan Ryan. We'll see what happens, um, including we'll see what happens this season with your Denver Broncos, Michael, because now they have a good quarterback. It's been a while since I've been actually really excited to be a Broncos fan. It's been a hard – since hard times since Peyton Manning. Well, I will say, uh, once Six I told years, once I told my son about how the Denver Broncos got Russell Wilson, he goes, 
I never even watched the Denver Broncos at all last year. And I was like, yeah, I mean, they <laughs> That's weren't. That's because they were boring. I was like, they weren't the best team to watch. I mean, uh, you know, pretty bad. And uh, you had their moments, but uh, for the most part, not a very exciting team to watch. But they have Russell Wilson now. I don't think they really even had any moments last year. That was, it was a bad year. Boring. They did against my Cowboys. That was, I, okay. In sure. Dallas, they, they Yeah, they, they killed him in that game, yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, Russell Wilson on the Broncos. They're a good team now. Are they so good, though, that hate it or love it? They are Super Bowl contenders. Mm. I'm going to say love. And that's probably the fan in me. But I truly believe, and I said this when we talked about it, that this team is built to win now. They've got young talent at every position that is good. We've already, we talked about it earlier in the show. You've got Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, KJ Hamler, four younger receivers, two of which have already locked up. One of which who's, was one of the top receivers in the draft and now with a real quarterback should hopefully find some footing. You've got a great second year running back in Javante Williams, who was one of the best at breaking tackles last year. And you may bring Melvin Gordon back anyway as a two headed monster. Your offensive line is much improved. You traded your top tight end, but the, the secret in Denver is that the backup tight end is just as good or better in Albert O. Your defense is loaded. You have one of the best young corners in Patrick Sertan. You've got great safeties. Uh, you, your linebacking core is better. You've got a young pass rusher in Bradley Chubb. Oh, and don't forget, even though some of this is going to go to Russell Wilson, they had like the third most cap space in the NFL. So when free agency opens up and now you're the Broncos with Russell Wilson and a good young team, you think maybe you'll get some of the top free agents interested in going to try to chase the Super Bowl in Denver? This team is going to be really, really good. The, the flip side of that is the division's insanely tough. And that could be the thing that takes them out of Super Bowl contention if they lose a couple of those games to the Chiefs and Chargers and push themselves down but look the AFC is is ready to be won I think and I think the Broncos certainly will have a chance to do it so yes Super Bowl contenders uh shoot man well said Lynch I love it um I think that the Denver Broncos have everything in place that they need to be a, a great team the the only thing working against them is the division that they play for there's six games there that could potentially uh, go either way and that could potentially split so the one thing they need to do is go in there and make sure they can get five of those six games, four of those six games, because it's going to be a complete battle in the AFC West. But for everything Lynch just said, the, the Broncos were competitive with Teddy Bridgewater. Now you bring them Russell Wilson, and they can do uh, so many more things. Melvin Gordon had a, I don't want to call it a resurgent season, but he had really, really good season last year. Cortland Sutton, as a receiver, looked, you know, looked good all of a sudden. Then you throw in a Tim Patrick, and you throw in some of the other weapons that they have. And then, oh, not to mention this defense, which isn't as good as the Broncos defense that won a Super Bowl, but can't. But I think they're on their way. Whenever you lose a Von Miller, you're definitely going to have a hole in the middle of your defense. Although but, they may get Von Miller back. And, and there's a good chance that they get Von Miller back, you know, now that he's got his other Super Bowl and everything like that. So I think there's a lot to look forward to if you're a Denver's Bron Denver Broncos fan. And then as far as your division, the only other team I really, really see competing with you for that opportunity to be the top in your division at this point is the Kansas City Chiefs. I think there's still a lot about the Chargers that we don't know. And we're hoping that Justin Herbert continues to grow. And we're hoping that the defense continues to do the right thing. They just around. brought Mike Williams back. Yeah. And so that we hoping they continue to do all those things in, in L.A. To, to become competitive. But as it stands right now, the oh, best and they traded for Khalil Mack. I, yes, they did. I was going to say interrupting yeah. Rashad during his time. I was going to say getting Khalil Mack there is, is a it's a huge 
huge upgrade for them. So, I was helping him. Yeah. <laughs> so a huge, huge upgrade for them. But honestly, I think it's a, a, it's a two-team race between the Denver Broncos and the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. And whomever wins that, uh, that battle is probably going to the Super Bowl. Stay, I, was, I was helping stay him. Stay in your lane. Mike. I was helping his point. Rashad doesn't need your help. I should get a help of a helpful point uh, for do helpfulness. You, do you want to lose another? Help. Point. I am the judge in this courtroom. You are the judge, jury, and executioner. All right. Calm down now. This might get me worked up here, depending on how you answer this. Uh, Carson Wentz Uh-oh. going to the Washington Commanders. And uh, hoping the Cowboys feast on that. Three, four picks a game when they play them twice next year. Um, I, I'm super biased against Carson Wentz because he was a Philadelphia Eagle for so long, so I watched him play a lot. Uh, let's get right to it. Hate it or love it. Carson Wentz is not good. Uh, I love it. Carson Wentz is not good. Uh, he had a, a flash where he showed that he might be great, but we forget how stacked that that uh, Philadelphia team really was that ended up winning the Super Bowl that year. They kind of went all in with a lot of people, and LeGarrette Blunt just continued uh, to kind of show his dominance as a running back first with the Patriots, then goes to Philadelphia and just becomes an absolute monster. It was just right place, right time for that team. Uh, and you saw how good Carson Wentz was not when Nick Foles stepped in and took their team all the way to the Super Bowl. And then Carson Wentz was just never able to recover. And then he had what we thought might have been a playoff season in Indianapolis, and then he wet the bed towards the end of the season and did some very much Carson Wentz things uh, for that team to go down the toilet. So now that he's in Washington, that makes perfect sense. Washington is a crap franchise. He is a crap quarterback. I don't know. Now, he could have one of those comeback player of the year type of situations, but as you look at the the depth chart for the commanders, like – it's not great. Terry McLaurin, uh, you know, Cam Sims. Or, you know, I mean, those, those, those really don't sound like things that you w- would need to be a really successful quarterback in the NFL. Uh, Thomas, uh, Logan Thomas, and see, just not a lot of weapons to get the ball to. So it's going to be a, a, an uphill battle for them. I don't think, I don't expect anything from the commanders. I expect even less with them as Carson Wentz was a quarterback. I'm very torn on this, show because the eye test tells me Carson Wentz sucks, but the stats tell me Carson Wentz doesn't suck. So I'm going to go ahead with the stats in this one and say hate. Carson Wentz is way better than people give him credit for. That's not to say he's a great quarterback, but in terms of sucks, just, just for reference, last year, 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. The year before that, he was bad, 16 and 15. The year before that, 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. The year before that, 21 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. And the year before that was the MVP season where he would have won if he didn't get hurt. 33 tutties, 7 interceptions. Now, the eye test and the records of the teams that he's on show that he is not necessarily going to elevate a team above their means. But I don't think Carson Wentz lowers the team below their means. I think Carson Wentz is basically like Teddy Bridgewater. He is good enough to get you to 7 to 10 wins. He is not good enough to win playoff games. That's how I view Carson Wentz. I don't think the Cowboys are going to pick him off three or four times, both times they play him, considering he's only thrown seven interceptions each of the last five years. Do you want to lose another point? The Cowboys will maybe pick him off once. (laughs) And cause two fumbles. That might also happen, yes. But it's it's one of those things where I think Carson Wentz gets more hate than is deserved. However, he's also a guy who I guess in the locker room 
eventually everybody hates him. And that's a problem. He, he, both in Philly and in Indy, it's like people started coming out and complaining that we don't like this dude. This dude's corny. We don't want him in this locker room. So, you know, for the I, purposes of hate it or love it, I will hate that he's terrible, but he's not very good. Is, he, is Carson Wentz as good as Kirk Cousins? No. No. Okay. I just want to, okay. I just want to make sure. There was some hesitation, but uh, I think the mind cleared up there at the last yeah. second. Look, and it's a no. Kirkers is also nothing special, but he is better than Carson. Kirkers is, is, I think, and again, I think Kirk Cousins is better than we give him credit for. Uh, again, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions this year. And yeah. that's, a, you know, his team. He's so well, good so. that his team is trying to potentially trade for Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's special. And we go to uh, Carson Wentz's former team, the Indianapolis Colts. They need a quarterback now. And there, there's been a few linked to him, uh, one being Kirk Cousins. Another one name that I just saw uh, a few minutes ago, Gardner Minshew. But the name that is most intriguing to at least this area of the country, Marcus Mariota. Getting some whispers as the Colts maybe try to bring him in and be the starting quarterback. Uh we obviously know how his stint with the Titans went. They mixed him in a little bit with the Raiders last season, giving him some run in different uh, situations, literally running the ball mostly, not That's really actually all he did, yeah. passing the ball. Um, hate it or love it, Marcus Mariota, he deserves another starting quarterback opportunity. God, again, very torn on this, Joe, because I love Marcus, and I, I want to see him succeed in the NFL. But here's the truth. Marcus Mariota is not a starting quarterback in the NFL, guys. I know that we all love him. I know he's a great dude. I know he was f- amazing for Oregon. We've seen him in the NFL. And I understand the excuses, and I understand that oh, all these coordinators. Marcus is a backup. That's who he is in the NFL, guys. He's got, he's got some legs. He's kind of like what the Raiders did with him last year. He's not a true backup in the sense that he, he needs the quarterback to get hurt to get time. He can be involved in packages at the goal line. He can be involved in certain types of plays. But I think we locally just have, we, we lift him up too much because of what we saw with the Ducks and because of how nice of a person he is. And watching him play, he ain't a starter. He's not. He's not. I mean, even statistically, he's not a good starter. It just, it, he doesn't read the field well. He doesn't have touch on his passes. Do you remember how many times he overthrew open receivers in the end zone when he was starting? It was like once a game, it felt like when you were watching him, it was like, hey, he's deep open in the left side of the end zone and he overthrew it by 10 yards. He just doesn't have the touch on the ball and he doesn't have the awareness and he's not a great pocket passer for the NFL. That's just the way it is. And it sucks because we all want Marcus to succeed, but that's just what the his lot in the NFL will be. Uh, man. Uh, he may get that chance, though. Uh, I, I guess I, I'm, am I loving that he, uh, he, he deserves, deserves another chance. starting quarterback opportunity. I'll give him that. I'll, I'll, I'll love it. Um, let's just be real. The Tennessee Titans were not set up for Marcus Mariota to be successful. Uh, when you get a, a young offensive-minded quarterback, when you get a young quarterback, uh, in most cases, you don't put him with a defensive-minded uh, head coach, and that's exactly uh, why am I spacing on the head coach's name for the Titans? Uh, yeah, well, they they had Vrabel, Vrabel, Ken Vrabel, yeah, Vrabel. Before that, it was Ken Wisenhunt. Before that, it Munchak. was uh, Munchak. So yeah, so they've gone through. He was all never these, with Vrabel, right? They go through all these. 
Was he uh, not on? Yeah, he was Brable at the, the end. Last yeah, year. he was yeah. a Brable uh, for Brable with the end. So, uh, so constant change as uh, as an offense, and then constant offense coordinator changes. Kind of reminds me of Alex Smith his first few years in San Francisco. It was constant change. Every time you learn a new playbook, you have to get another one because you've got a new coordinator. And then another one and another one. And he was never able to establish any type of consistency in between. And the one time he did, uh, uh, well, he was able to establish some consistency. He had the same offensive coordinator for two years. And what do you know? He threw 19 and 25 touchdowns in between those two years. New offensive coordinator, new scheme. All of a sudden, you don't know how to do anything. So I think it's really important for the for the right coaching to come in and help some of these guys out. From what we saw at U of O, we know that Marcus Mariota could play. We know that he could throw. We knew that he could make plays. We saw it in his first couple seasons of him making plays, and then all of a sudden, you just don't forget how to do those things. Things change, plans change, uh, uh, schemes change, and that's exactly what happened to him. And then he's in o- a situation in Oakland where I don't, we don't have to go about through through the Gruden thing and everything that happened there, but he's never been in a winning situation. I think giving him the opportunity to have a good coach, a good offensive coordinator, at least a couple weapons to play with, Marcus Mariota could be, I'm not saying a great NFL quarterback, but a solid NFL quarter, quarterback, I could absolutely see that. There's some starters out there that probably aren't as good as Marcus, aren't as good as Marcus Mariota, that's for sure. Wow. Solid finish there at the end of uh, the rant there by Rashad that gets him an extra point and gets us into a tie. Mike, that lost point. Mm. I mean, detrimental. No, it gets us into a tie, which gets us to the baseball question. Uh, No, gets (laughs) us into the college basketball question. Oh, okay. Uh, Seeing Coach K. Rashad's like, damn it. (laughs) Lose the ACC tournament last night. Hate it or love it? Just Which? seeing him lose the oh. ACC tournament championship. Oh, Do you hate lo- it or love it? Love it. Uh, hate it. You know, I would like to see such a legendary coach go out on a on a higher note, but you know, he's got he's done his fair share of winning, so you can't be mad at it. Mike gets the win. <laughs> hate, hate it. You, you, know? had, you had to know where that was going, Rashad. Yeah, of course. I'm Come saying on. I'm a real I'm, I'm a real. Well, over what here would like, you have done if we both said love it? Huh? Uh, Ask a baseball question. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> tough. Well, I'm glad no one did. I'm glad no one did. Thank you for saving me there. Yeah, okay. Uh, we'll wrap it up next. This is Sports Sunday on the Fan. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Joe is really, really hyped about these last few conference championship games. I didn't, uh, I didn't expect you to be sucked this much into a college basketball at the end of the year, Joe. Well, I, I haven't. I wasn't last year because it was a COVID year mix-up, and then obviously the year before. So, I, And my Pitt Panthers just are absolute garbage, so I've definitely, like, fallen out of the college basketball love. So I'm trying to get back into it, and, you know, there's not really any sports going on. The players was supposed to be this weekend, and it's just been a rainy, sloppy mess, so I haven't been able to watch that so much. So, Well, that's probably so good I, for you. I got a little shout-out, though. So I got a shout-out to my guy. Uh, his name's Aaron Deloney. Aaron Deloney uh, went to Grant High School, now plays for Vermont, and his team just uh, punched their ticket to the big dance. Very nice. And so Let's go Catamounts. He, he yeah, plays right? for them? He he actually was the sixth man of the year Wow. Uh, for the American East um, – yeah, American Conference. East Conference. Yeah. So, yeah, man, shout out to my guy, Aaron Deloney. For, Very cool. I've seen him work since he was maybe 10 or 11 years old. And so to get to this point is, is amazing. And another teenager, we just got a shout out for somebody who loves our show and apparently has a six foot seven, 14 year old son Whoa. named Matthew from Scapoose. So Matthew from Scapoose. 14 six, years old 14, and a six, seven? six foot seven. I know those shoes are expensive. 
boy. So how tall is that guy going to be? Oh man, if he's just if he's six if seven he's at 14, fourteen, he's just scratching the surface. He's going to be seven feet. And I, trust me, is we're probably next Chet Holmgren? We're probably going to hear a lot about Matthew over the next little bit. So what's in the water up in Scapoose? I don't know. I'm I'm moving because my son isn't H- six. Uh, HGH. Yeah. So let's whatever it is, keep doing it, man. So shout out to all the all the students that have been playing in the the state tournament, man. Shout out to you guys continuing to to grind. All those coaches, all those parents that have to go to games early in the morning and shout out to my pop warner parents and my soccer parents and all those ones that got to get up early on saturday morning and do that jazz deloney did not have the biggest stat line in the conference championship win three points two boards eight assists in 21 minutes mm-hmm. or five eight, five, assists. five assists. Oh, okay well, five assists. eight assists yeah. eight assists five assists oh. miss misread it making yeah. plays though yeah no yeah. off the bench 21 yeah. minutes you know six man of the year i'll take it that's cool well, thanks so much for listening to us, everybody. If you uh, missed any of it and you want to go back and hear it, Les Schwab Tires Podcast is where you can do that on the Odyssey app and on 1080thefan.com. We'll be back next week, although I believe Joe is out next week. So it'll be Rashad and I. We'll have uh, more NFL signing stuff to get to. Maybe we'll have some big baseball signings. I'm kidding. I won't subject Rashad to that. And, uh, you know, That's we'll cool. have the tournament. We'll be, uh, we'll be through the first few rounds of the tournament at that point. Tournament starts on Thursday. That's the crazy thing, is when you're not as into college basketball, the tournament sneaks up on you, something fierce. Yeah. It's here this week. And I won't be taking any days off to watch that. I can watch it from my office now. Mm, Very nice. That's good. Very, very nice. All right, well, enjoy the rest of your Sunday, everybody, and uh, we'll see you guys next week, 9 to 11.